Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Light of the World Christian Tabernacle International Noonday Bible Study. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for being in the building. We thank God for his mercy and his grace. One more day that the Lord has kept us. One more day that he sees fit to have us here, amen, to meet and, and be with him in his word today. We give, you, give God praise, honor, and glory, and we bless you. We greet you on behalf of our Archbishop Ruth W. Smith, and we thank God for what God is doing in her life and what God is doing at Light of the World. We are the light of the world. We're located at 583 Highway 155 North in Stockbridge, Georgia, Hallelujah. And we have services on Wednesday night at 7 p.m., noonday like it is right now. And also Sunday morning we have a vandalistic service at 8 a.m., Sunday school at 9 a.m., and our worship service at 10 a.m. Come and join us. We are on the move for the Lord, and our young people are having, amen, a drunken treat on October 31st. Monday night at the JLSCC. Come out and cheer with us. We are in uh, Romans 8. We thank God for what he's doing and thank God for what he's about to do. We give him praise. We give him honor. We give him glory. Hallelujah. We're going to open up with a word of prayer. Amen from Sister Ollie. Amen. And then we'll go forward in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we come before you on this morning, Father, for blessing us, Father, to be able to come out, Father, and be able to break bread with one another, Father. I pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, that you anoint, Father, like never before, Father, because we know that your anointing is what breaks yokes, Father. We pray, Father, that you will bless us to rightly divide the word of truth, Father. Not that we just come in here and get a word and not apply it as we leave out, but help us to apply what has been said, Father, that we will be able to take your word and share with someone else that may be in need. Father, we love you, we adore you, and we just appreciate you, and we just ask you to show yourself today, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
And so uh, the song just says, we believe for it. Uh, 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 when, uh, uh, and hope is that you have an expectation and you have the confidence, which is called faith, that who has promised is able to fulfill the promise. And so uh, uh, we, 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 we groan, we groan, uh, uh, they said the creation, nature itself groans to be released from the bondage of sin that Adam put on everybody. Uh, 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 the, 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 the lion uh, uh, and the lamb, uh, the, 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 the beast of the field, all of these uh, creations are yearning to be free where they don't have to look for food. They don't have to devour somebody. They don't have to destroy nobody to try to get something to eat. And so uh, uh, the nature has been distorted because of sin, and they're yearning to be free. And we ourselves are yearning to be free out of his body because his body has limitation. It has aches and pains. It is limited by time. And so we yearn, we, we groan ourselves to be free from this body. And Paul told the Corinthians things that, that, that uh, for we know. And you know, Paul have a habit of always saying, for we know. <laughs> uh, uh, so so we, 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 we want to make sure that we know that if this earthly house of this tabernacle be dissolved, I'm not worried about it. <laughs> Because I have a building of God and a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. For in this we groan, he's saying it again, earnestly designed to be clothed upon with our home which is from heaven. If so be that being clothed, we shall not be found naked. For we that are in this tabernacle do groan. Being burdened, hallelujah, not for that which we would have been unclothed, but clothed upon that mortality might be swallowed up in life. <laughs> that now he had wrought us for the same, self-same thing is God, who has given us unto us the earnest of the Spirit, therefore always confidence, knowing whilst we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord. For we walk after the faith, after faith, not by sight. And we are we have confidence to say, and willing rather to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. And so we have hope that one of these days, these bodies are going to be done away with. We got a new body that has been prepared for us. And so uh, uh, Paul said, now we, we hope on this. Uh, uh, this is our hope. We, we, we don't just live in this life and this, this is all it is. No, we got hope beyond the grave. And so uh, uh, the, the, the thing about it is that we are hoping and we are looking forward to this redemption, that one of these days we don't have to worry about aches and pain no more. We don't have to worry about arthritis, diabetes, our cancer, none of these things anymore because this earthly house will be dissolved, but we got another building not made by hand, and we hope for it. We believe for it. 
And so in this belief for us, the, uh, the Bible says who, he who uh, 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 has this hope purifies himself, meaning that he stays right with God. He don't, he don't uh, meander and go any other way because he works on getting himself, make sure he's prepared, amen, to be with God. And so uh, Paul is telling the, this Roman church that, listen, I'm trying to tell you already that in, in, in chapter 7 that you cannot do this without the Holy Ghost. And now here's what the Holy Ghost can do for you. Here's how he's going to help you in, what, in, in, in living this life. And if you allow him to lead you, then you will be called the sons of God. Because those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. And so uh, today we're going to start at verse 26 and 27. And we want those online, if you want to participate, please press 1 so so we can uh, uh, make sure you have an opportunity to participate. Press 1 on your phone. And we'll bring you live. We'll start with uh, Sister Ali, verse 26 Okay. <clears throat> I'll be reading from the easy. God's Spirit also help us to do this because we are weak. We do not know how we ought to pray. But God's Spirit himself prayed for us. He cries to God on our behalf in a way that nobody could say with words. You said 27, too? God sees deep inside of us, and he knows our thoughts. He understands what is in the mind of his spirit. While the Holy Spirit prays on behalf of God's people, he prays as God wants him to pray. Well, I'm going to hit on 27 because... This is saying that God sees deeply inside of us, so he knows our every thought. He knows well, what we are going to pray. And, they, and it also goes on to say how the Holy Spirit obeys God and do exactly what God says what we are concerned. Okay. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Uh, those of you on the line, please, uh, if you want to participate, press one on your phone so we can hear from you. Uh, verse 26, it said, likewise, the Spirit also helps us in our infirmities. Mm-hmm. And so it helps us in our weakness, in, in areas where we cannot. Infirmities right here don't mean sickness. Right. Sometimes right. we take it as, uh, you know, infirmities could mean sickness. Mm-hmm. But at this point, it's talking about our weakness, our frailty, our, uh, our, uh, our inability to do the supernatural. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it helps us, and we know not which to pray we, what we ought to pray for. And we don't know. A lot of times people can come up for prayer. And people can say, you know, a lot of people say, uh, pray that God bless you. Well, what does blessing really mean? You know, what do they really need God to do? Pray God bless you. But uh, uh, the Spirit knows exactly what the need is. Mm-hmm. And so uh, when we allow... When we don't allow ourselves and our own finite uh, uh, ability to try to, to interpret it, what the person really needs, we need to depend on the Holy Ghost. Again, Paul is stressing how much we need the Holy Ghost. Chapter 8 is really about us needing to allow the Holy Ghost to lead and guide us in everything we do. 
And so even when uh, uh, we 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 uh, 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 praying for for ourselves, praying for anything, even if we're praying for ourselves, we really don't know mm-hmm. <laughs> what we need to pray right. for. Yeah. Uh, uh, because sometimes we think we think is uh, uh, we need to pray for the diabetes, but God's trying to get our heart right. <laughs> we we praying for 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 uh, 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 high blood pressure, but God trying to get our minds together, and so the Spirit will let us know it ain't about the high blood pressure. If you get your mind together, the pressure will come down. <laughs> but sometimes we think it's one thing, but the Spirit knows the root. See, we we look at the symptoms of things, but if you get the root cause of things, you'll eradicate the symptoms and everything. And so the Spirit knows. The root thing that needs to be changed, and so therefore we know not what to pray for, but the Spirit itself, Hallelujah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. makes intercession as for us with groaning that could not be uttered. Mm-hmm. Now the Spirit, and, and sometimes we think it's, it's speaking in tongues, mm-hmm. but it ain't necessarily speaking in tongues. It's the groaning. That it can't no word. Mm-hmm. Speaking in tongues is a language, so there's words. Mm-hmm. You may not understand the words, but it's words. Mm-hmm. Whether what because uh, uh, other tongues is a language which it consists of words. And so when he's not talking about, he says cannot words cannot be understood. Ain't no words to it. Just this groaning that the spirit moves on. You know, we talked about last week when a woman is in, in labor. The groaning to get that baby out ain't no word. You can interpret it what it means, but she's trying to say, get this thing out of me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but but she's groaning, and so what the Holy Ghost does is it it it, it has these groaning on your behalf. Now think about this. The Holy Ghost is interceding for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jesus is mm-hmm. on the right hand. Yeah. yeah. Interceding right. for you. How are we gonna lose? Oh my god! Not oh my much. goodness! So 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 we have Jesus Himself in the season for us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. We have the Holy Ghost. That's right. in the season for us. Mm-hmm. So we we really have an advantage. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can't we can't really lose. God the Father already chose us for the foundation of the world, mm-hmm. right? And now He. And allow the Holy Ghost. Now the Holy Ghost ain't just doing it for us. Mm-hmm. What the Holy Ghost does is, is He helps us. Mm-hmm. Now this word is some Bible says help it, meaning it's a continuation or help. Mm-hmm. The Holy Ghost helps our infirmity, meaning that now He He don't just uh, tell us what to do or whatever, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. He comes alongside us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're lifting a, 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 a table by yourself mm-hmm. and somebody comes and grabs the other side of that table, mm-hmm. <laughs> it, right. makes you, it makes you load a little light. Yeah. And so what the Holy Ghost does is grab the other side of it mm-hmm. and along with you help you to bear that burden. Mm-hmm. And so the Holy Ghost works with us and intercedes with us in Jesus himself. Is on the right hand, interceding for us. And mm-hmm. so the Holy Ghost himself, then he said, we have, it, and he has searched the heart to know what is in the mind of the Spirit. 
because he maketh in the sessions for the saints according to what? The will of God. Mm. The problem is sometimes we get confused about the will of God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Our problem is it's not our problem is not that we don't want to do God's will. Sometimes we get confused about his will. Mm-hmm. We get our will mixed up mm-hmm. and put our will to try to line up with his. Mm-hmm. We'll start to do something, then try to pull God in. Right, right, <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. We'll try to, we, in our mind, we want to do this, and then we say, the Spirit told me. Mm-hmm. Now, which Spirit told you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's why he said, try the Spirit mm-hmm. by the Spirit. spirit. Mm-hmm. To see the, This is an order that's going to take place regardless of what I say, uh, you know, anyone else say. And uh, this is something that you said earlier about uh, the spirit. You just read it. Search the mind and da 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 this mm-hmm. and that. When you said that, it kind of came to mind like, you may be going through something, you, you, mm-hmm. or I may be going through something, mm-hmm. but you cannot tell me what I'm going through, right. like the Holy Spirit right. here. Because the Holy Spirit knew about it before I even got in the situation I was. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit is not going to... I don't think I'm going to say that. No, I'm going to leave that alone. <laughs> okay, okay. And, and see, the, the, the thing about the Holy Spirit is now it knows the will of God concerning you. Because now the will of God concerning me is different from the will of God concerning you. And so sometimes we get it where we try to put everybody in the same box. But God's will concerning my life is different from yours. And so a lot of times we try to judge people based on what we think the will of God is concerning that person. And if we look all through this Bible, we can see where, where Paul had, had went through some stuff and did some stuff that Peter them didn't go through. Okay, and 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 he had the he had the uh, 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 the the assignment to reach all these churches, and as they're reaching us today. Whereas Peter's ministry seems to be limited as far as the Bible is concerned. You see what I'm saying? So the will of God concerning Paul was different, right? And so so the will of God concerning us individually is different, but the Spirit mm-hmm. <laughs> knows the will of God concerning you. That's right. And so when you when you pray, when you when you when you go to God on behalf of somebody, you have to let the Spirit tell you what to pray for. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes the individuals don't even know That's right. what they really need. Sometimes we go to the doctor, we got an ache or whatever, and we go to the doctor and we said, I need you to, I, I feel this pain here. Uh, an example, I had this hand. I couldn't turn my keys. I couldn't uh, 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 write anymore with this hand. And I was like, I must have had a stroke. So I went to the doctor. Now, in my mind, it must have been a, a, a minor stroke, right? But all I found out when they stopped the test thing, it was because a bone spur in my neck was pressing on my nerve. But the symptom was 
it was affecting my head. <laughs> so I'm thinking it's something to do with my muscles and all that kind of stuff, right? And so, but the thing is that after they was able to look at the thing, they was able to identify, well, the Holy Ghost sees it. Oh my God. That's right. Woo! He has an extra vision. Oh, my God. I'm getting excited, y'all. He has an extra vision where he sees beyond all the muscles, all the stuff that's in front. He sees deep down where the, where the issue is so he cannot diagnose it properly. See, we look at the surface stuff and try to diagnose, oh, they're on drugs, oh, they're doing this, oh, they No, no, no. The real issue is they need Jesus. <laughs> the real issue is it ain't about their daddy left them when they were small. No, they need to understand that they got a father that would never leave them. Hallelujah. His name is God is be their father, that he would never leave them. So, but, but sometimes we get all twisted in what the issue is. But the Holy Ghost is so good. He identifies the real issue. Now, a lot of times we may not like <laughs> what he's telling us what we need to do. You need to change your attitude. Me? I'm good. You need stuff to be nasty with folks. You're speaking in tongues all the time, but you can't know, you don't know how to treat people. You need to change up. The Holy Ghost will arrest you and tell you some stuff. And I know that I heard some things the Holy Ghost told me I didn't like either. But if I want to live right, I got to do what it says. <laughs> because it will tell you the things that you need to do because of the will of God. Not our will. All we're concerned about a lot of time is what, what we want. How it's going to benefit me. No. We, that's why Paul said I'm crucified. But never, that means I'm, I'm no, I, I, done, I done got nailed to the cross. Nevertheless, I live, but not I, but Christ lives in me. And so now you, your life is concerned about what Christ wants. Uh, uh, how would Christ handle this? What would he do in this situation? How would he handle this? And so now we, we have to be careful not to let our flesh, our carnal mind, which is our enemy, rise above what God wants. Because the Holy Ghost knows the will of God concerning you, and it will lead you into the will of God. Oh, hallelujah. A lot of times we, we, we just miss God's will. We miss his will. It ain't that we don't want to please God. We want to please God, but we get all confused about his will. Because we look at somebody else's life and we think that's the way we should go. If it's pleasing to us, it's, I should be doing that. I can be doing that. And, and you, you know, what's really crazy is the anointing on somebody's life makes things look so easy. <laughs> uh, Archbishop Ruth Smith, a worldwide ministry. Do you know what it takes to, <laughs> to lead a worldwide ministry? But she makes it look easy because the anointing, because the Holy Ghost leads and guides. But trying to lead your house by your house, you only get your house. It ain't easy. <laughs> right? <laughs> if you, you got two kids, you can try to handle that. You got five kids, and then you got grandkids, and you got kids on top of you. 
All of that stuff adds up. And you can hardly handle that. But the Holy Ghost gives you the ability. That's why he say he helps us in our infirmities. Everywhere where we're weak, the Holy Ghost helps us. Thank you, Jesus. You ought to give him a praise break on that. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Again, if those of you online, we see all, you, all of you out there, press one on your phone so we can bring you live. We want to hear from you. We need to hear from you. Amen. We're on verse 26 and 27. Amen. And, and, and so uh, the intercession that the, that the Holy Ghost makes for the saints is according to the will of God. Hallelujah. And now we get into my favorite worst verse in the Bible. Hallelujah. Woo! Verse 28 and 29. Deacon Bass. Verse, hold on one second. Verse 28 and 29. 28. Press one on your phone so we can bring it up. I'm reading from the NIV. Mm-hmm. And we know that all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. 29 for those God for new, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, like I say, everything is done by God who loves him. Mm-hmm. Um, and everything has been called to according to his will. You know, to all things God works for the good who loves him. And if you're right with Christ, mm-hmm. you're in his will, then things will go well for you. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. Now, things may not necessarily go well for you. Okay. But it's working out for the good. Good. Okay. According to his kingdom. Because, because, because uh, uh, Paul, Paul was executed. John the Baptist was beheaded also. And so Peter was, was crucified upside down for the good. And when you see good, you're talking about the will of God. You're talking about the kingdom aspect. Not, it's not, he's not going to make you happy. God ain't about making us happy. But he will give us joy. So because for the joy that was set for him, Jesus endured the cross. And so, so uh, uh, and Paul stopped this, this verse off again. With the same phrase, and we know, <laughs> mm-hmm. and and, and uh, when you say you know, and 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 it's not only you have the the, the 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 mind knowledge of something. It's not that you just have a physical knowledge of something. It's because you're intimate. You know, Adam knew Eve, and they be God. When you become intimate. One with the truth of God, it'll produce freedom. You know, I, 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 if you know the truth, the truth will make you free. The truth produces, and one with with the truth is going to produce. Mm-hmm. That's what intimacy does. Right. So when we become one with God, that's why He said, "If you abide in Me, My Word abide in you. You can ask for what you will." Because we're gonna produce something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so he said, if we, as we know, 
that all things work together. Now, I think I, I brought an example last week that, that when you bake in a cake, you have flour, salt, sugar, what are, what are all these other ingredients. You would not like to eat them by themselves. Somebody might eat sugar by them. But you ain't going to just suck on some salt or take some flour in. But when you put all that stuff together and you stir that thing up and put it in the oven, oh, my God, you can eat that, right? So everything in your life, every incident that happened in your life, all of it works for your good. All of it is going to bring you to destiny. Mm-hmm. And work for your mm-hmm. And I say, hey, I've been through some things. And I know that God brought me out of those things. We all been through some things. Mm-hmm. And we know it works for our good. But I got something else to say about verse 28 that I wrote down. God children, when we must endure suffering, God will bring good out of affliction, trial, persecution, suffering. The good that God works is conforming us to his image of mm-hmm. Christ. Mm-hmm. That's, 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 that's right. That's good. Yeah. That's what he's doing. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. That's it. Everything that happened in your life is not to kill you. Mm-hmm. It's to bring you closer to him. And mm-hmm. so so he said, as we know that all things is working. If, if you notice that an automobile has so much different parts, but all of them have to work together, I mean, the engine, I think, the piston's got to be hitting on time. Uh, 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 the spark plug's got to shoot that fire, and so it will get it, give it uh, the, the strength to be. All these things have to work together. If it don't, it'll malfunction. Mm-hmm. And so God has all these things before the world began, and we're going to get into, I don't want to rush. I don't want to uh, uh, skip, skip into the next verse, but God has all this stuff to happen in your life just to work for your Now, you ain't, ain't gonna, you're not going to be happy all the time. Three Hebrew boys got put in the fire, right? Lion, Daniel got put in the lion's den, but, but it still worked for his good. Promoted after they went out of the fire. He's promoted after he came out of the lion's den. Mm-hmm. So all these things that work together for you. You know, also in uh, 28, that just got my attention, God works for the good of those who love him. Mm-hmm. That is very important. Mm-hmm. That, that, that is very, very important. Because you hear people who, I'm not trying to come against someone, but you hear people who don't even believe in God. But when they get in trouble, oh, God will work it out for my good. He said to those who love him. Mm-hmm. So we need to make sure. Absolutely. Yeah. There's no hope for everybody. This ain't fair. It's, it's, it's testified. Paul is saying, saying it wasn't for your good to them that love God and to them which are the call. Not just called, but he called. Specific, according to what? <laughs> uh, uh, see, because some people are called, but they're called to his purpose. And, 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 and so all things work together for the good 
to them that love God. Again, we talked about earlier that they that walk not after the flesh, but after the what? Those that are called. <laughs> Those are the ones who love God. They walk not after the flesh, but they walk after the spirit because they, they, they are no longer walking after their carnal mind. To them that are there, call according to the purpose and the will of God. So, you know, we need to be kind of clear when it comes to that because everybody else can call us, but when it comes to God. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, Sister Ollie called me when you make this roll down the clip with Sister Ollie. God said according to his purpose. Mm-hmm. Not nobody else's purpose. Mm-hmm. His purpose. Right. Mm-hmm. right. And so, so when the Holy Ghost that's going to tell you according to the will of God, everything He do is going to push you to the will of God. The purpose of God is the same thing. And so, uh, we see we have uh, somebody in queue. Your area code is six seven eight eighty two fifty nine. Yes, it's uh, me, Joseph. Good afternoon, everyone. How you doing? Good. Uh, just uh, uh, briefly. The issue is we have difficulty embracing. <laughs> we have difficulty uh, understanding and comprehending and embracing that verse that all things work together for his good to those who love him. And uh, uh, an example, when Joseph was thrown into the pit. Mm-hmm. He was sold into slavery and was bought by the Ishmaelites. The Ishmaelites were descendants of Ishmael. Ishmael was the child that Abraham and Sarah could not wait to have, and the handmaid had Ishmael. And then they had Isaac later. But Ishmael was not even, because that was not God's will. They tried to do, take their own will into their own hands, but God used it anyway. So what the enemy has for harm, God turns it, it's a good. So Ishmael, the descendants of Ishmael were the Ishmaelites who bought Joseph from his brothers. Jacob's son, Joseph. They bought him, the Ishmaelites. Look it up for those who might not know. So all these things, yes, it might look, it might not look too good. When it's going on, when you're in the midst of an issue, it might not look too good. But just remember, if you just get your your mind right, it might be, just know, trust. Trust in him and know that he will turn whatever that issue is, he will turn it around. He will use that issue 
to strengthen you, to grow you, and to make you a better person as a result of what looked like the end of the world. So it's mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 Thank yes. you so much. Yes. Amen. That's Thank right. You. We are uh, we are grateful to God because all things that we are called according to His purpose, all things will work together for our good. And 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 the, the next verse says, "For whom he did foreknow." <laughs> and see, uh, uh, again, this ain't for everybody. Uh, Elahit, you have your hands up. Um, you're not live on the air. Hello. Hey. Hey. Hello. Yes, um, <laughs> you were just on the part that I was going to mention, and so far as his foreknowledge and the foreknowing, um, it that is in God's plan um, <clears throat> that he has the foreknowledge of everything, and not only that, when it says uh, the called, as was mentioned, According to his purpose, his purpose is tied up in the predestination of the call. And because we still know that we have free will, but God's um, foreknowledge already includes our free will. So he knows if we're going to be... uh, uh, the ones who are the called by the Spirit and and um, are true born-again saints, and he knows if you're going to reject him, and those who do, you know, they have um, eternal hell and damnation, and those who accept the call according to his plan, which is tied into the predestination of the calling, then, uh, like you say, it'll work together for the good. And I know the brother was talking about Ishmael and the Ishmaelites because, well, Ishmael was not um, Joseph's enemy. The enemy was his brothers <laughs> that were trying to give <laughs> and wanted to kill him. But it was right that in the content, context of it all, that those who did uh, rescue him uh, were the very ones who were rejected for not, um, not rejected the child was, for not uh, being in God's complete and total plan. So what his brothers uh, meant for evil, because Joseph was faithful and didn't reject God, and didn't reject his God's word and his teaching, then God worked that out for his good. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Thank you so much. Absolutely. So, whom uh, he foreknew, uh, meaning that he knew us before. Uh, before we, before time existed, he knew us. And because we do have free will, he knew 
what, what choice we were going to make. And so based on what he knows, uh, based on what he knows, he predestined us. Now, pre means before. Destined means a comma. So God have a pre carve out life for us because he, he predestined us. So he knows the direction we are going in because he foreknow us. Before life existed, he knew the end. God waits on nothing. God doesn't wait on anything to happen. It's already happened. <laughs> Everything that happens in time already happened because a God exists in eternity. He's not in time. He's looking at time. <laughs> but everything is just like uh, you just you you got a, a a a DVR and you got a tape. You put it in there and it plays. God is just watching because he's in eternity and he already know before it started before he created anything. He already knew. Whom he foreknew, he did predestinate because he gave us free will. He don't want no robot. He wants to love him because we love him. And we respond to God based on God's grace towards us, and we accept it, but he already knows before time existed that we're going to accept his will. Everything that happened to us on a daily basis, <laughs> He already knows. And he is, you know, I, I saw this movie, uh, Paycheck, I think it was, where this guy, they had this time machine. This guy went into it. And he, he, and he was able to take some things and brought it back into the now time, right, the present time. And realizing that because in the future, these things were necessary for him to get through. But he didn't understand what they all meant because he just brought them back. And because it was future, he has no memory of it. Right? So as his life was going on, he began to look at the things that he had and was able to figure out, okay, I need this now. <laughs> I need this now. And so I thought about how God has put stuff in us that we don't even know that we need it. But when the time, oh, my God, when the time comes, the Holy Ghost will say, hey, here's, here's when you need that. Here's what you need to do that. Here's when you need to do this. And so that's why Paul is stressing you've got to have the Holy Ghost. You've got to have the Holy Ghost lead and guide in you. And so whom he foreknew, he did predestine to be conformed. Now, we always talk about this word conform. Be not conformed, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. But now, the reason why he foreknow you, because he want to trans, he want to conform you into the image of his son. He wants you to be one of his children. Who? <laughs> It's not that he's trying uh, uh, to do anything to you. He wants you to look like his firstborn son. Wow. He wants you to be like his firstborn son. When Jesus came to earth, 
and he was baptized by John. Hadn't done a miracle yet. When he came out of the water, guess what God said? This is my beloved son, in whom I'm well pleased. He ain't done nothing yet. He ain't did the first miracle. He ain't, got, he ain't went to the cross yet. But because he foreknew, he felt well pleased. Hallelujah. And so, so, so God want to conform us in the image of his son. Uh, during last week's uh, lesson, I was showing how uh, 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 Deacon Bass let me hold some pictures of some cars that he remarked. That, that when he first got the car, it had different paint on it and uh, tires and, and dents and all kind of stuff. And then I was saying, this is how God finds us, complete mess, <laughs> right? And then he had to go and check the door, take the hood out, I mean, change the tire. He had to do all, strip down this stuff. So what God does is he had to strip some stuff out of us and, and, and then put some stuff in us. Now, talk about how the headlights is your eyes. You have to change the way you look. Your, your legs, your arms, everything. He had to work on to change you, to conform you in that perfect image that he had. Now, the, the, uh, uh, Deacon Dash already had in his head how that car was going to look when he finished with it. But during the process, it, did, it looked worse than when he first got it because <laughs> he tore it down the bit. And so God sometimes got to tear us down woo, so he can build us up. Hallelujah. He has, to, he has to strip some stuff out of us, pull some stuff out of us, and then put some stuff back in us. <laughs> Hallelujah. To make us to be conforming that image of his son. We got to say, the first thing we got to do, we got to have a mind. Just let this mind be in you. That was also in Christ Jesus. You first got, in order for you to change anything, you first got to change your mind. So let this mind, if, in order to be conformed in the image of Christ, you got to have first start thinking like Christ. Because if you don't think like him, you'll never walk like him. If you never think like him, you'll never do like him. You will never have the attitude he has if you don't think to think like him. So Paul said, let this mind be in you. But also in Christ Jesus. Who, who, now he didn't, he didn't puff up himself. He didn't make himself no reputation. Being equal to God, he didn't, take, he didn't have no reputation. He came down as a baby. Wasn't even born in a hospital. Was born in a stable. And, and the reason why God, God is so, he is so infinite. Because he is a lamb. Of God. Lambs are born in stables. <laughs> oh, this Bible is something else. Born, lambs are not born in the hospital. Oh, well, it's not born in a castle. A lamb is born in a stable. So the Lamb of God was born in a manger, in a stable. I mean, God has this thing all. Whom he foreknew, all is he predestinated. And that's why he can tell the prophet what's going to come, because it's already planned out. That's why we can have dreams and visions on what's going to happen next week, because God already knows. Sometimes he gives us a little picture. Here's what's going to happen next week. 
You don't know it's next week, but you know it's going to happen in the future. And so, so, so that's, what, that's why it's important to have the Holy Ghost. So whom he foreknew, he did for that. But he wants to shape us. He wants to mold us so we look like Christ. If you have, and, and you know, my mom, my oldest brother, he messes all up. We call we used to call him the perfect son, the perfect child. Because when he got when he got his money, when he got paid, my mama's rub our nose in it all the time. When he got paid, he cast his check and bring the whole check to my mom. And she gave him something. So she put it in the bank for him and saved it up. And when we got when we got up and we started making money, y'all ain't none of y'all gonna be like that. He bring his paycheck to me. <laughs> and she rubbed it, and I know. So her thing was she wanted us to be like our older brother. You understand what I'm saying? So, no, God now <laughs> wants us to be like our big brother. So he's trying. So whatever goes through our life is only so we can look like Jesus. <laughs> when trouble come our way, it's only to get us to look like Jesus. Oh, my God. Hallelujah. When, when sickness or anything comes to disrupt what we're doing, it's only to get us to look like Jesus. And what's going to get you to look like Jesus ain't the same thing for me. Oh, my God. So, so when, 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 when things come in your life, you have to say, like Paul said, for we know. <laughs> we have the confidence that all things. The good, the bad, the ugly going to work together for my good. I don't see the end of it now, but like he said earlier, I got hope. <laughs> I got it. The hope is it's going to work for my good. Now, it may not feel good. It may not even end good, as we call good. But the worst thing can happen to a Christian is the best thing in this life. The worst thing is you got you could die. God. Okay, so I like, is this going to work out for me? Is that what he said? All things. This goes back to speaking life into every situation. Everything, everything you go through, you can't lose. You don't lose. You got, you got Jesus interceding for you. He got the Holy Ghost interceding for you. How you gonna lose? How you gonna lose? Then you got the Holy Ghost who comes alongside you and helps you. How you gonna it's a it's a sick fight, y'all. It's sick. <laughs> y'all read the end of the book, right? Yeah. We win. It's a sick we win. fight. We win. <laughs> so when stuff coming our lives, don't get distraught. It's a sick fight. We can win. No matter what. Even this body. He said the spirit was just what 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 energized. But give us strength, right? And so no matter what, the Holy Ghost is with us in this fight. We ain't fighting by ourselves. So Paul is really showing them. And that's why he started out by saying, look, I want you to get your head right. There's now no more people. You ain't got to deal with that. Don't let that be a part of your, your thinking. So if you know now ain't nothing to condemn you, it kind of free you up. Right? 
You don't have to be concerned about that. That's taking care. Because who we for you? Hey, it's a done deal. You don't have to be concerned about that because you're walking after the spirit. You're in the flesh. And so that gives you now an attitude that I don't have to be concerned about sin. Sin ain't my focus no more. It's on practice. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it, it's on what God wants now. It ain't about, oh, I, have to, oh I, I need to not do this. I need to do No, no, no. I'm going to walk in the spirit. So if I'm walking in the spirit, the spirit going to say, hey, don't walk that. <laughs> so, so you don't have to be concerned anymore about that thing. Don't worry about that. Because who he for you? He did predestinate. And he just want to shape you. Like Jesus. Man, to be like you, to be like he wants us to be. If somebody wants you to be like this, they must be thinking well of you. They must be thinking real good of you. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about it. They right. want you to look and see like their son, the only begotten son. They want you to look like you must confess. <laughs> you, you were the enemy of God. Now he wants you to look like this guy. Oh, my God. Do we really understand the love of God? We were an enemy. And he's doing everything he's doing to get us to look like this. And we finally look like this. To be conformed in the image of his son that he might be the first Born of among many brothers. Mm-hmm. He's the first begotten of God. So now, if we be conformed in the image of, of God, uh, uh, of, of Christ, now we are brothers to Jesus. That's why he said earlier, we are joint heirs. Oh my God. So he don't want us just to be joint heirs, he wants people to be sight. The sheep in the image of Christ. Whew. Oh my God! What manner? And, and, and John and John said, "What manner of love have the Father has bestowed upon us? Are we be called the children of God? And we should know Him because we will see Him as He is. Oh my God! Because we will be like Him." The whole thing is we we gonna see him as he is, but we are gonna be like him. So so no matter what's going on in your life, God is trying to to be like Christ. So lift your head up. Don't be discouraged about nothing that you go through. Sickness, losing loved one, it doesn't matter what you have to go through. Look, you put your head up. God is shaping you in the image of his son. He loves you that much. But he wants you to look like his own. <laughs> oh, my God. Do we really, do we really fathom what God is really doing in our lives? And that's why Paul says the suffering that we do go through cannot even compare. To the glory that you'll be revealed in us. <laughs> you can't even compare it. 
So, so, so that's, and Paul can talk on it. I mean, he was stoned. He was stoned for dead three times. He was shipwrecked. I mean, you name it, Paul went through it. Had church folks on his back trying to kill him. <laughs> he, I mean, he was running. He was a prisoner. A lot of these letters that he wrote to these churches, he was in prison. So he could talk about stuff. And he was glad. He said, I, I finished my car. I fought a good high year. I fought a good fight. Now it's later for me. Kind of like. Woo, that faded not away. Oh, it's been rough. But I got something better coming. <laughs> Woo! I got something better coming. So if you're dealing with anything today, be encouraged. Because God is only begotten Son. Woo! Come on and clap your hands. It's already one o'clock. Hallelujah. We thank God for this word. We ask you, man, if you want to uh, give your offering today, please go online, give your offering. Those people have the envelope, uh, check or cash or whatever, give it in the name of Jesus. Uh, put a seed on this word today that God is trying to conform you in the image of his dear son. Hallelujah. That you would be, he would be the first fruit of any Hallelujah. God sowed his son, and now he's reaping many brothers. Hallelujah. We thank God for it. So as God sowed and he reaps, if you give today, you'll, when you sow, you will be reaping. Amen. So we love God. We appreciate him for what he's doing. And we thank God for those of you online, those of you who are in the building. We thank God for you, you, and we pray that we take earnestly the word that we study and apply it to our hearts that we would really begin to look like Jesus. Amen? Yeah, and those of you who are online, you send your offerings. If you go online and pay in the app, please send it to the amount to 770-906-0607, 770-906-0607. Send the amount so we can for noonday Bible study. Thank you so much for tuning in. Amen. We love God for you, and we pray God's blessing upon you. May God bless his offering and multiply it in the name of Jesus. Thank God, amen, that you, the, the administration of it, oh God, would go far, and we would bless and expand your kingdom in the name of Jesus. Now, God, dismiss us from this place, but never from your presence. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody say, amen, amen. We'll see you in the same light of the world time, same light of the world channel. God bless.